friends, and welcome to the Clueless Filmmakers Podcast, the show by amateurs for amateurs, spreading the good word of stumbling, bubbling, making mistakes, not knowing what you're doing until you're suddenly doing it right. Hey, thank you so much for joining us for real this time, because we just did like several minutes into the show before I realized that I actually hit, hadn't hit record on the, uh, the audio capture device. So, you know, hey, I'm glad you can actually hear me this time. We're happy to see you. There's a reason why I call this the Clueless Filmmakers <laughs> podcast. Very, very good reason why it's called that. Thank you so much for joining us. We love you and we adore you. Uh, thank you for listening on SoundCloud or iTunes or Google Play. Or, even cooler, thank you for watching on YouTube um, and watching our other stuff on our Potluck Pictures YouTube channel that we are now on. Hey, I am here today with my super duper awesome friend, Luis. <laughs> Hi. You want to? Yeah, my full name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah briefly my name is My name is Luis Fernando Puente, and I am a student at Brigham University, media arts major, and I've got. I don't know, it's my fourth year there, so I'm almost done. I've about a year left that I've got to do. Awesome, awesome, and you are already in the thick of filmmaking stuff outside of classes. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and Luis is the uh, creator behind our our uh, episode that we released this last week. When you watch this, it would have been last week. And there will also be a second episode next week of um, this series that we have uh, that we've shortened the title to Abrazos. Mm-hmm. Is that it right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I said Abrazos. it right. <laughs> Abrazos. Um, uh, it's a much longer and complicated title, but we will get into that. Uh, anyway... Um, so yeah, actually, you know what? Let's let's just zoom into that, Luis. Uh, you mm-hmm. want to tell us the full title and where that comes from? Yeah, and what it means. And, okay, oh, so yes, yes, yeah. that too. Yes, yeah, very much so. So, bastaría con abrazarte y conversar is part of a lyric of a song called Sabor a Mi, which is the one that um, that Franco's character is singing at the beginning of the episode of of the serenade. And Sabor a Mi is a very typical. I love song it's you know it, it's comparing the the kind of yearning that after losing someone or or somebody you know typically a loved one um there's still like a taste you know of, of somebody like there you know it's the kind of more of like a nostalgic kind of feel to it um and this line bastaría con abrazarte y conversar well i mean first a little bit of the history of the song i didn't write it it was written a long time ago during the I think, you know, 50s or 60s by a trio called, um, oh my gosh, oh, it's at the tip of my tongue, but it's on the credits there, you should look them up, <laughs> Los Panchos, there we go, Los, Los Panchos, Panchos. Um, uh, Ada Gourmet actually, like, sang a version with them, and she, she was a, a very famous singer here in the U.S., um, anyway, so... The lyric "bastaría con abrazarte y conversar" is really hard to like translate word for word in in English because if you were to translate it, it would sound like it would be sufficient enough to hug it out and talk about it. Uh, I guess to kind of put the story short of that's why I didn't translate the the name because it was just so hard. But it's 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 a lyric. It's kind of um, it's. Uh, kind of, you know, it's it's a lyric, it's a word of it, it's a line of compromise. You know, it's like, hey, we disagree on things. There's been a hard past. Let's, you know, 
let's just hug it out. Let's talk about it. Let's let's be human about this kind of thing. And that's why I kind of chose this as the main uh, title for the series because it is dealing with a lot of um, uh, prejudice and race and just immigration. And there's just it's just a lot of topics that people just don't know about um, when talking about it, and they don't know about like the people on the other side of it. Um, rather than just kind of, you know, shouting out things that they hear, um, it's more of a message of like, hey, why don't we just, why don't we talk about it? Let's, you know, let's talk about it. Like, sit down and and actually learn from our sides. Wonderful. Um, and so, <clears throat> in in brief, how would you uh, like describe the 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 series and the story behind it? Like, like if you give it a log line or something. Um, right now it's, it's very early to have something kind of more cohesive. I mean, right now, right now as as it stands, um, it's, um, you know, present day immigrant Latin Americans, uh, face struggles of what it's like to be in a, in a different country. That's not their home per se. Okay. Okay. And then in particular, like living in in this you know post 2016 yes know, very much world um yeah i mean which this is this is i thought it's neat that everything kind of panned out time-wise that to bring out the episode and do this podcast and stuff mm-hmm. right now yeah because this is this is the week that this is you know it's a year ago this week that uh you know Donald trump was was elected president and that that changed a lot of things created a bunch of controversy a lot of hate a lot of strife yeah. and, um uh, every not I guess not quite everything's different, but most things in uh, yeah. American life have have you know been affected by that in some way or another. Yeah, yeah, very true. In fact, around the time that I was finishing up this first episode, all the posts for it, um, and kind of did it like an original kind of release just by myself before I mm-hmm. I talk with you guys. Um, it was around the same time that uh, Trump had made the announcement of. You know, revoking DACA, and which is a big a big issue around it, and you know a lot of the the people that I work with, some of them, you know, some of these actors are are you know are very very heavily influenced by that. Uh so I mean, it, and and it took on a little bit of a stronger voice, I think, um, because rather than just you know, well, there was an election happened, but now there's something that's actually, you know, there's more things that are going to be more. Th- you know, influential, more effective in people's lives in a, in a in very hard ways, I think. So in the the two episodes that you have so far, the one that's out now and the one we'll be putting out uh, next week, mm-hmm. um, what are the like specific challenges uh, that that your characters are, are are enduring? Yeah, both of of you know the broad scope and their own personal. So in the broad scope. I'd say, I mean, both are very much kind of facing the prejudice that in within a community, within, you know, somewhere that they feel this, this should be a safe community. Mm-hmm. For example, in the first, um, Ivan, the character Ivan, he, you know, his, his girlfriend's family, in a way, you know, he talks about them. And it's not like too, too apparent in there, but, you know, he, he has his, he has his uh, suspicions about that. Yeah, suspicions about why all there's there was that 
you know, that growing tension in the, in the relationship, why there is kind of that separation. And then obviously very, very, um, uh, very, very abruptly and very just uh, threatening the, the presence of, of this of this Devon character, you know, with the with the Trump hat right be, before behind them. I have I have more plans for him, for that character to to come back and everything. And you know, where it's like you know, this is kind of somebody that I've I have affections for, you know, somebody and their family, and it's a, it's that place of like, but I can't feel safe around it. You know, it's uh, you know, kind of throwing a a very interesting thing. You know, if you don't have this, if you've never faced uh, the question or problems like, is my loved one's family or my friend's family going to accept me or not accept me based on where I come from? Um, and then the other one, it's about facing that kind of prejudice in your within your religious community. And I'm very excited to see how that one is going to be reacted to. Not a lot of people have seen it, just a very few. Because um, the first one, I was very interested to see how, you know, some people would react. And I, there were, like, very different reactions to it at first. But I'm very, very interested to see how it's going to happen. I mean, it's it's within an LDS context. Um so obviously that's, that's that's Mormon for what yes. few people are watching that don't know that don't know that don't know about Mormons and LDS. Yeah. yeah. And and I wish I wish I wish like no and I, I wish in the episode I mean it's like it's 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 hard. I mean if if you don't know much about the missionary um like Mormon culture about it, it it'll be a little bit harder. I mean people can do some research about it, but it's mm -hmm. it's hard to like just slam in so much into into it. But I think as far as the you know the the Latter Day Saint community, uh, they'll definitely get what's going on, and you know maybe turn quite a few heads. I hope because um, it is a very personal experience that, and that was, I know I think it's one of my most vulnerable things because it's something that happened to me mm. uh, very personally. So, and it's not something that I, you know, I don't think my I don't think my parents even know about this. So, um, so I and I think I think it'll be interesting to see how how people see and even just evaluate themselves on wait what things have i said what things have i done that might have made somebody uncomfortable because you know just kind of you know i i don't i don't necessarily think that you know this character in the second episode like his intentions were like um like malevolent you know i don't think they were like oh you know i'm i'm like prejudiced and i'm going to like you know stick this but it's just it's it's a misfire it's a miss saying and it's things that people just you know should be aware about like the language that they say um and not just with immigration or race or anything i think it's just all around every everything okay all right i'll have to go back and re watch this episode now because I have access to it still. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's um, those reach a lot of personal personal points. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and essentially each episode that I'm you know gonna try to get is just different different issues. I mean it doesn't have to be ra racial issues. You know that I'm I'm wanting to grab uh, just cultural shocks, cultural differences that you know might play more comedic than than serious. And you know because there, there's there's a wide variety. Um, coming into a country and then, 
you know feeling uh like a change you know you you do feel a change I, I remember i came here as a kid and the first thing that i noticed was that that this everything was just too open and big i mean i was used to every house just kind of being very close together and used to like a public transportation system and you know i could walk to the grocery store or walk to school or you know just things being very very cool and then you know i moved into the suburbs of austin in pflugerville texas and it's just i mean things are just big in texas anyways but it's just massive and it's like wait what do you mean we have to like drive a mile to go pick up some you know milk or eggs <laughs> so it's you know and i guess it would have been you know two something kilometers because i i wasn't i wasn't uh familiar with the with the with the standard system of measurements even, so, even something like that it's it's yeah just i, I didn't i didn't even realize that Mexico yeah. used kilometers no yeah we well, yeah. realized that yeah. yeah the metric system i mean just learning the metric system is like the easiest thing in the world because you know, everything's just by tens. by tens and everything and all of a sudden it's like oh wait so wait how many feet are in 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 a you know yard three and okay so that means there's three yards for something else like nope it's <laughs> it's you know these weird i don't like how i don't know how that that came to be but yeah it's I, I i still don't know how many feet there are in like a mile and i'm pretty sure I, i've like read it many times and just but i just it's like, it's like a such an odd number that it just doesn't stick i think um so and at least for now i'm, I'm just going to be introducing characters i'm going to be introducing kind of this world and um as i because uh, i i've done i've done you know quite and i'm still doing homework on this you know it's not just my own experiences i'm trying to get a wide variety of 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 immigrant stories i came here legally i'm interviewing people who are here illegally and that's a it's a very very different one um, social class as well is is a different narrative. You know, I'm very much middle class. There's some lower classes that, um, and they face their own difficult things. And then there's even just the uh, the aristocracy of Mexico that comes and and lives around here. Really? Yeah, it's 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 a bizarre. You know, I think down in Texas, it's it's more. You know, we're we're more used to seeing. Um, you know, Ferraris and Lamborghinis being driven by Mexicans. But wow. here it's something that a lot of people are like, wow, <laughs> kind of, yeah. So uh, the kind of last thing I want to talk about is the music uh, of the show because it's it's very distinct. I, Man, honestly, right now I can't remember what music you had in the second episode, but especially the first one. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a big deal because you open up with a uh, more or less a, a live live band kind of going there, yeah. uh, main character and his, and his buddies. And it sounds awesome, and it, and it really is just very distinct. It's this like huge romantic gesture, but it's also this just awesome song. Anyway, sorry. Um, how about you just just talk about like how you brought the music into it? I mean, like who are these guys playing? Uh, I know you have a band. I know you record all this music yourself and whatnot. Just mm -hmm. tell me about your, your your more technical side and fun side of the music and whatnot. And the fun side of it, so everything that first song was just all recorded in my living room. I made out a blanket. It's like, hey, I need just people to sing in Spanish here. Uh, Steven Olson, who is also part of all of this, so he he came in and helped. Um, I had just 
you know, probably like five guys. I can't remember. Just five guys come in. And what I did is, I mean, I, I just played kind of the, the rhythm such, this rhythm section of, of the guitars. And I, I like laid track on like probably, I mean, I wanted it to feel full, like big, you know, like what it's like to have like five, six guitars going on at the same time. So I recorded six different tracks of guitars going on at the same time. And then I brought in my buddy, Sam. He he plays bass for me in, 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 my, in my actual band that I have. And he, I mean, he just played all that all that requinto that is what is called that kind of lead um, in, in that kind of style of music, the boleros. Uh, that, that's, that's what that is. And I'm, I'm a very big fan of that, of, of, you know, like the very just music that comes from, from Mexico, boleros, corridos, uh, rancheras, you know, they're, they're just fun songs. They're timeless. I mean, people, they've, they've been around for, a long time and people will like just keep singing and singing and remaking covers of them forever. Mm. Um, and yeah, that's, so that's, and then for, and for the next one, I just changed it up a little bit. It's, it's, it's punk, it's punk music. Um, it's, you know, it's my other kind of genre that I, I grew up on and I thought it would be fun to make a, you know, a sort of, uh, kind of like a on-screen band identity uh, for, you know, that, that, that is going to play music, that is going to um, create these songs. So, and that one, that one I, I did, not necessarily in the living room, but just like a, this little shack that we, that we have here. Uh, my friend uh, Garrett, uh, he, he helped engineer that for us. And it was just, again, uh, my bass player playing bass and doing some of the vocals on that and then just drums and, and then guitar. So I, I want music to be a big part of it. I mean, it's uh, kind of the, um, uh, at least in my life, my grandparents, my, my grandfather, it's just a lot of you know, musicians, you know, where it just, there's a lot of musicians in Mexico, even if they're not like out there playing on stage. A lot of people sing, a lot of people sing, a lot of people are, are you know, singing songs, being affiliated with some sort of musical talent. So and I, I kind of want to expose that. Just be, you know, we're, we're a musical kind of... And it's not going to be like a musical show. It's going to be just a show where people just happen to yeah. have music But But music's always, yeah, always yeah. going to be an integral part of, of the stories and yeah. whatnot because it's a big part of your uh, the culture. Yeah. All right, cool, cool. Um, all right. Well, um, uh, to wrap this up, um, you just want to share some, um, like an awkward story or, or some kind of painful lesson you learned from the production of, uh, of, uh, these oh. two process uh, episodes. Yeah. I mean, a lot of, I mean, the first one I did as a practice, just, just, just to practice, I wasn't meaning to wanting to go on as I wrote it as a little vignette and such and so I had I mean it, 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 it was just weird because like the first time I ever go like myself just go and, and like ask people with permission to do things and Fruta Crush was just featured in that first I'm glad I, I know the owner she's my friend Miriam and so she's like oh yeah come here and if, and if we were like so, but we could only film there during their business hours and and in a time that wasn't supposedly as busy, so that way, you know, we could have a little bit more mm -hmm. more privacy. But, you know, for some reason, that one day specifically, 
it's just like just filled up with people. So it was like, oh no. I mean, so there's there's a lot of a couple of awkward moments of you know people looking to the camera really weird. That no, not our actors, but just um, you know trying to trying to figure that out. Um, and it was also like the first time I was using that camera too, the the Blackmagic Pocket. So mm. just trying to figure some things out. So I mean, I'm glad it, it looks out well. It's just oh, it was just funny. It's just like I I hope people in Fruta Crush because most of the people that go there are you know Hispanic Latinos and you know just walk in and see this guy wearing a Trump hat in there you know a make America great again hat <laughs> hopefully they saw the camera right in front of him <laughs> they got the hint but <laughs> I just I I, I wonder well, I think everybody was feeling self-conscious that day about that uh, that's funny yeah no that's true there's always I mean there's there's plenty of instances of people not noticing cameras and just Seeing something out of the ordinary and freaking out, whether it's um, someone with a prop gun or a guy with a Trump hat. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> either way, I would have, if somebody would have come up and, and talk with like him or something, and I would have been interesting to see what, what would have happened. And he would have had it on camera. That would have oh been my gosh, yeah. That would, yeah. That would have been, yeah. Yeah, for Real real. interesting analysis. All of a sudden, your movie is a documentary. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very true. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you, Luis. Mm-hmm. Uh, really excited. I got to go back and watch the second episode. I'm excited to see what, what we can help you do uh, for future episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, hey, so again, everybody, please go and watch uh, Abrazos episode one. And next week, make sure you watch episode two. Uh, Luis has done some excellent work. We didn't even talk about the cinematography. I mean, like, it's it's not, like, complex. But for some reason, like, it's 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 beautiful. This, this, it's beautifully shot. It's it's simple, but it's it looks awesome. Uh, there's so many things other uh, reasons to watch it. Anyway, go watch it. Ha ha. Um, and uh, thank you everybody for watching. Uh, we love you dearly. Please like and subscribe. Um, and if you wanna say something, comment below, or you can hit uh, Pollock Pictures up on Twitter using the hat. Uh, not the hashtag. Goodness. Um, the uh, our our Twitter thing is at potluck underscore picks. So, you know, you can talk to us there and and things. Uh, Hey, anyway, thank you again, and have a fantastic day.